What's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Again, I appreciate the love. I appreciate it. Um, welcome to episode 60. I, I, it, it's really just an exciting time. Like Today's just going to be a good day. You know, you just get that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like There's so many good games going on. I got to scoop up my laundry. I might work out at the gym. Like, put me at an 80% chance of going to the gym today. You know what? Matter of fact, bump that up to 85. Bump that up to 85. Um, I'm feeling just a little saucy today, you know? Like, I'm going to, like, like a hella late holiday party. Um, I get to wear my suit, you know what I'm saying? Look a little crisp. I got the haircut, so, we, you know what I'm saying? We Gucci. Ooh! Like, today just seems like a good day. Matter of fact, today seems like a good ass day. Then you got, like I said, you got the games today. You got a fight later on tonight. Like, you know what? Let's go ahead and get started on this show. Like, you know, I'm just excited. Half one. Rivalry games. Um, I could talk about the NBA trades, you know, but I'm going to hit y'all instead with the Duke versus UNC game later on. Now, why am I talking about college over the NBA? I know a lot of y'all prefer NBA over college, but to me, this is like the best game to watch, hands down. I mean, again, that's me personally. Um, probably my cousin too. You know, side note, give a shout out to his, uh, his business. We got Beach House. If you're having the 757 area code, you know, just swing on out there and show them some love. You know, they got, it's a nice little spot out there in Virginia Beach. Uh, they got hookah, some cute girls from what I saw. Um, and they're kind of generous with the drinks, so, you know, just, you know, go out there there and show us some love. No, they're not sponsoring me, I'm just, you know, looking out for family real quick, so, you know, just, again, I see you out there, cuzzo. Uh, but yeah, back to the program, so, (laughs) if we take a look at the last 100 games between Duke and UNC, they split the series 50-50. Um, and they've scored 7,746 points each. Like, that's pretty split. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's as kind of even as it gets. It just shows you just how much both teams really want it. Like, both teams really want to win this game. Now, the overall series, which, you know, dates back to, like, 1920, um, it's favoring UNC 138-111 to in terms of games won. Um, however, if you go back to 1950, UNC scores 22 more points, and that's over 179 games. So you're looking at a point differential of 0.1 favoring UNC. Not one point, but 0.1, 0.1. So like I said, these games are hella close, and it's it's really entertaining. I mean, we can go back to... Like I said, it started in 1920 in terms of, like, that was the first game Duke versus UNC played against one another. But we can go back to the 1974 days when Jeff Capel and, and, and Duke almost stunned Jerry Stackhouse and UNC. Like, we weren't ranked. UNC was ranked number four. We were at their house. We forced them into OT. I mean, that, that was a stellar game that everyone constantly brings up. Or how about when we beat MJ and company? In 1984, during the ACC semifinal tournament game, like that's these are the games that I'm talking about. Just the excitement, the electricity, and then we can even bring it up to current speed where we have what was it, 2012? We were down. When I say we, I'm a Duke fan, ladies and gentlemen. Again, and you guys should know that, but I just got to keep reemphasizing that. 
we were down 12 with 2 minutes and 12 seconds left in the game at UNC's house. And mind you, we were pegged as the lesser team. Like, UNC was a favorite to win that year. And we came back and won off of a buzzer beater by our freshman. Austin Rivers, crazy. And then, you know, while there is hatred for one another, there is kind of like that love and respect type of thing, you know? I guess I want to say respect and then love low-key. Because that, that seems a little bit more accurate. But, like, we had in 2015 when Dean Smith passed, like, a few, I think a week and some change before we actually played them. Um, no, we showed him some love. Like it, 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 it's a man that passed, and we know him. Like you know, we're gonna give him some love and some respect. And you know, UNC was hyped for that game. They they hit us in the mouth, uh, but we stayed close, and we were down. I think about ten with about four minutes left in that game, and we came back and win and and won. Like mind you, that was Jaleel Okafor, Tyus Jones, Justice Winslow, Quinn Cook, and them boys. Like when we won our championship in 2015. These are just electrifying games. And as you can see, if you're up, it doesn't mean shit. Like, you have to be on guard at all times. Hell, like, the game is usually going, someone goes up, maybe a little comeback, the next, and then, like, they'll kind of stretch it out again. And then that team, for whatever reason, just crumbles. Like, I don't know. I can't explain it. And then the team that was losing just up and wins the game. Or it's a close game all around. And, 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 it's, and it's just electrifying as it's going back and forth. It's one of the two. It's one of the two. Like, you might get a blowout here and there, but that's if it's like a... Like, if one team just really does not have any talent. Like, that happens every blue moon. I don't think that's going to be... I don't think it's going to be a blowout this game. Uh, maybe 10 to 12 points. I don't count that as a blowout. I think maybe like a 20-piece, 15 to 20-piece is like a blowout. But either way, these games are going to be exciting. And I do see a sweep this year for the Blue Devils like we should win both games I mean all we have to do is stop Cole Anthony my biggest concern is if UNC out hustles us for the rebounds because then that gives Cole another shot to shoot the ball and he's not I don't want to say he's overly efficient but if you give the man enough chances he gonna knock down a shot so I mean like we just got to make sure we hustle on the rebounds and that, that's really my biggest fear because Trey Jones is the best perimeter defender in the NCAA, and he should be able to handle Cole Anthony, or at least slow him down. Now, since we're talking about college, I'm going to kick it to the women's side and say shout-out to Sabrina Ionescu for getting her 24th triple-double. She, uh, she attributed that to Kobe Bryant. Uh, as you all know, she's actually like was mentored by Kobe, and Gigi kind of looked up to her a little as well. Um, she's just a cerebral player. She's the star of Oregon. She gets triple doubles on the day on the regular She can score like she's a complete player. She can score from the three She can hit you uh, she can get you at the mid-range and she's okay from the interior like, like that's probably going to be What she needs to work on when she gets to WNBA and then of course defense too. like everyone needs to work on the defense That's really just about effort But again, I just want to give a shout out to Sabrina because she's like I said she's getting that's her 24th triple double in her career like that's pretty damn impressive so it's gonna be interesting to see what she looks like in the WNBA I'm I'm excited and just you know let's give a shout out to the WNBA as well because they're actually producing and getting some decent talent in there and they should be looked at and get paid a lot more than what they do like, like it, it's, a, it's a damn shame so I'm, the WNBA is just expanding it, it's it's really good for for women basketball in general all right so we got the wrong call Yerp. Um, Portland, 
That's right, I said it. Portland, I know. I talked about the I talked about their ass last episode. Um, but what I remember what I did say was be on the lookout. They are on the up and coming. And last time they were about what eleventh down now in terms of the seat of the seating in the West. Now they're ninth. Two and a half games out. They can still make the playoffs. Like they're making some noise. However, they just lost to the Jazz. Now the Jazz are currently fourth in the playoffs, so I'm not gonna give them too much slack for that, right? And on top of that, the way they lost was kind of sad. I mean, they're on the road. They're going back and forth. The game's close. And Dame goes up for the layup. It hits backboard. It gets blocked. And that's a defensive interference. Like like you're not if, if the ball if the basketball hits the backboard, the defender is not allowed to touch the ball unless it either hits the rim and falls off like or it's going down clearly to the point where you know it's not going to go in and that was not the case in this scenario that call was missed and Dame was livid and matter of fact even CJ had some words for it mind you CJ is kind of like that calm mannered person he doesn't really get upset too much but he was kind of upset like he wasn't pissed off and like verbally abusive and all like that but like let's just take a listen to what CJ had to say your thoughts on the call at the end of the game the call they missed that's the call you're referring to can I hear you say it Missed. Well, the call they missed was very costly for us. Um, cost us the game. Um, we can't get it back. We're competing for a playoff spot. And uh, he missed a call. That's one thing. I just don't like the explanation I got. The explanation I got really pissed me off because it's three of you out there. So if one of you doesn't see it, the other two are supposed to be in a different position to see it. So for you to say that it wasn't even close, and then one person to say it might have been obvious to you, but it wasn't obvious to us makes me think that you're just not capable of doing the job the way you're supposed to do it which means you should be reprimanded you should be fined accordingly um, when we make mistakes we're fined and uh, they cost us a game that could cost people money so they should be fined accordingly because that's terrible not just bad terrible now he brings up a good point it does suck that um he's gonna get fined for his comments but you know he's telling the truth like at the end of the day everyone is being held accountable in the league whether it's players coaches GMs commissioners like at some point in time they're gonna be held accountable and refs kind of get the pass like okay well in this two-minute report he messed up okay well we messed up our bad and that's about it like that's really at least in terms of what we see like that that kind of how it goes and for me I if we're gonna scold the players and mind you they're being they're playing just like the refs are refing like you should have something going against the refs whether it's a fine or and I mind you I don't want to say a fine because they probably don't they don't make as much as NBA players but maybe it's a demerit to point to the point where okay well you're only able to ref these tier games as opposed to these tier games like you can you can't ref against Clippers versus Lakers but you can against Cavs versus like Wizards sorry like not trying to be disrespectful but we know that the talent on the Wizards and the Cavs does not usurp the Lakers nor the Clippers so maybe that's the only tier you can watch and if you keep fucking up beyond that take your ass to the G League like and if you can't do that let's bump you down to college and high school you know what I'm saying like just go on that system like something has to occur because 
missing calls like that like it should not occur you should know your job you should know your role you should be watching the game closely and especially off of a layup like it's not like he got held at the corner at the three-point line like in the cut like it it was at the rim it was the backboard like there should be three there are three reps for a reason how do none of y'all see the basketball hit the backboard and then he hits it like someone should be close enough to watch that all three blind mice having asses that's all i'm saying nba do a little bit better on uh, with, with these refs just a little bit better i'm not trying to scold them but everybody can use improvement points all right everybody but that's all the time i have for this wonderful exciting day i uh, hope you all have a wonderful weekend continue to, to damn continue to subscribe to the podcast i gotta keep working on that i swear that's so tough to say uh <laughs> Keep sharing it to your friends, your family, your loved ones, your enemies. Hell, like I said, if you got an ex and they into sports, hey, bro, like, how you been? Tell me what you think about this podcast. Like, just let, you know what I'm saying? Like, it might be a nice little plug to get in there. Um, if you got a barber, let him know. If you really just trying to get into sports and you want to act like you can talk about sports, fake it till you make it. Repeat what I say and see how they go. Like, just continue to share it, talk about it. I, I really do appreciate the support. Um, like the podcast has grown decently actually over the past couple of weeks so i do appreciate everybody in terms of what you guys have done so far so again hope you have a wonderful weekend see y'all